What's up, After Buzzers? Michaela finally gets to meet her dad. Annalise is going on a date, and Frank seems to be very hurt. We are talking How to Get Away with Murder, Season 6, Episode 3. Stay tuned. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to After Buzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. <laughs> What's up, everybody? We are coming episode four, not episode three. Please forgive that mistake of mine. I even wrote episode three on the board like a true Stop idiot, it. so apologies. <laughs> Thank y'all so much for joining us for another episode. Such a good episode tonight. Amazing. So fun. All of the stuff happening as per usual. Um, of course, joined by my lovely panel. We got Elena Finalon, my OG. Yes. Hey, hey everybody. Elena Finalon. Oh. Her, her oh. name is what I call <laughs> my her. My first and last name, CJ. I never knew okay. your last name. <sighs> Welcome to the world. <laughs> Welcome to <laughs> Jamie Gray over here. Hey, guys. She's got all the knowledge on murder. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, yeah. Does she? Yeah, she I does. I do. I just, you know, yeah. She does. And then, of course, CJ Walker, <laughs> yo, the yo, TikToker yo. from. TikTok. We don't even know. <laughs> you got to check out his TikToks. Oh, my God. They're good. Um, thank you for joining us again. You can find us everywhere at AfterBuzz TV, of course. Elena is in the live chat, so let us know what you thought. Uh, comments about the episode. Tell us your predictions, because uh, we have those coming as well. And, of course, our special segment and news and gossip. Um, overall, what y'all think about the episode. Fire emoji, fire emoji, fire emoji. Yes. Just bombs, bombs, bombs. <laughs> fire emoji, fire emoji, fire emoji. What bombs did y'all think were being dropped? You want to be me so badly. So bad. I do. Like, can together. I be you? It's wow. not even that it was bombs dropped yeah. or that it was anything specific. It's just that the to- like the show, this episode in total, like yeah. the whole lump sum of today's episode, it, it had us on our seats. Like, this is why we watched the show. Like, they've been pulling us in, pulling us in, and I just feel like they didn't disappoint. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. I mean, from the very beginning, I think that they drew in our attention, and they've done this very well this season. I know, like, from episode one, I was like, it's a little lackluster, but it has gotten better each episode, and I'm here for it. From Annalise, and she's trying to find love again, mm-hmm. More, we're learning more about Tegan, and then Michaela. I mean, she's, we know she's outspoken, but this really threw me for a loop, and it was just so entertaining. Um, and yeah, I, I also have more suspicions, so you have to wait for predictions, because oh, yeah. you guys might agree with me, I don't know. What do you think, CJ? What'd they say? Love it. <laughs> I thought I, I totally agree. I loved the episode. I especially loved Michaela tonight just because of everything that she did and like what it means to her to actually be like truly finding her dad. I'm it's, sorry, what? I like I, I she was my favorite part of the episode, I think. You Michaela's said story, well, yeah, it was the favorite my favorite part of the episode. So <laughs> what? What are you confused about? I mean, <laughs> I okay. There's there's a difference. You loved Michaela's story, yeah. This episode, yes. or you loved Michaela this episode? The story. So, I loved. What do you I mean liked both? both of them. No, I like. I the literally story, mean not both. Michaela. I liked the story. I liked Michaela. I liked that she actually went into the bar at the end. But we're gonna get there. I was proud of her. Yes, I was proud of her. Okay, they start off the episode. She and, uh, what's his name, Gabriel, are going to go to the Poconos, whatever. Not actually, but they're going to this conference that her dad, well, technically we don't have for sure confirmation, but I guess we kind of do now. I like. I don't ever believe anything until I see the paternity test, but I think Great. he technically admits it. <laughs> Mari. Oh, I have, yeah. <laughs> I she, am Mari. She grabbed a brush. You know, we saw her, like, when she went in the room. Um, but, yeah, I'm like, do a DNA, DNA test before we actually say, like, that's your dad. You don't really know that. I think I'm just nervous because we didn't get the conversation between the two of them, so I don't know if maybe he really isn't the father. Just like we thought the guy who died in Joe was her dad and turns out he's not. Like, you really just sounded like Maury right there, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> you just, you just <laughs> never know. Uh, 
I so I just I just want it to be confirmed or at least yeah. want it to just get more of the conversation, the exchange. I want to know his side. Like what's happened? How did we get here? How did you know she was who she was? How do you yeah. even know her name? Loki, he probably thinks that um that was his friend's daughter, like the guy who actually died, and then he do- he still doesn't know that's his daughter. Oh, right, because we, we never yeah. really confirmed anything. She was just like, okay, I can ask you anything. But we didn't know, like, hey, you're my dad, you're my daughter. There was no type of confirmation, although that's what we're believing. I mean, they're not going to give us that in one episode. They gave us yeah. enough. Like, that, save it for another episode. Um, but I liked the way that she... You know, they're at this conference. She, the whole time, it's like, oh, should I, shouldn't I, whatever. I'm, I was like, I, is she going to make a move or not? So to see her stand up, why do you think she called herself Laurel when she stands up in that moment that's and her, it's literally going off her on Her go-to head? name, that's just like off the top of your head. Like, if you say, what's your name? I have a fake name. Mine's Nicole. Nicole. Regina Falange. <laughs> and it actually legitimately works. It's from Friends, of course. If you don't know that, then that's bad. But, like... I'll be out of the bar if, if I don't want to talk to a guy they're like what's your name I'm like Regina and everyone's like oh wow the, what an interesting name I'm like okay you're an idiot yeah. anyway um, I think I, I think though she gave that name because at that moment she didn't know if her dad like if uh, Solomon knew who she was or not like yeah. was it a cover up did you plan this like what's really going on so I think it's common nature like if I'm spying on somebody and I'm like creeping and you don't know who I am I'm not about to tell you who I am and expose myself when right now I have the upper hand no of course not and I get that but I guess I meant more so like Laurel's name is a hot topic in exactly. a lot of places right now True. so I was like maybe you could have picked a different name so I didn't know if y'all thought it meant something or not I feel like it meant something I don't know exactly how but I just thought it was a risk that she decided to take because you don't know who in that room could know who the Castillos are, mm-hmm. right? Or just even know who Laurel is, you know? And her dad seems to be some sort of high-profile public figure. So I'm like, you're really taking a risk here. So right. it's up in the air. Yeah, I wonder. Do you think? So he says later in the episode that he knew who she was whenever she started prosecuting him. Right. Do you think that he like saw her and knew who she was, or was it just because of the interaction? Because I thought he looked legitimately like. You know, she stands up and he's like, hi, how are you, young lady? That's not mm-hmm. what he said. But, like, I thought he looked like he did not recognize her. And you hear about a lot of these situations sometimes that, like, the parent ends up, you know, seeing them way later in life. And they're like, oh, this is my child. But I didn't think he looked like that. Yeah. I think that he didn't know who she was until she started, like, questioning him mm-hmm. the way that the way that she, she did. Was. Because at first he looked up and it was normal, like, whatever, who's this person? And he's answering the question. But when she was as persistent as she was, he started looking at her like, there has mm-hmm. to be... And when you're a smart person, man or or woman, and yeah. you have these businesses and people stand up at a conference that you're at, you're going to start looking at people differently when they start attacking you. Right. So I think when she started, like, drilling him, she was on fire. She was. I think he looked at her and he was like, this must be... That's my girl. I think that for me I was like I said this to CJ when we were watching I was like you see the teeth and I would automatically know like that person's related to me somehow <laughs> that's my daddy <laughs> that's my no, the casting was phenomenal it because was. they low key look alike they do they really do I'm just wondering can we really trust Solomon Vic though because it's like I want to believe that he's this good guy and you know when they met in the bar I believe he mm-hmm. said I have been waiting for this day Really? Because you have the means to find your daughter, so why were you all separated in the first but place? That's the point. thing. That's, I, that's why I think that he doesn't think that's his daughter. He probably thinks that it's the other guy's daughter, and yep. he wants to, like, 
become like something with her. No, because what day has he been waiting for his whole life? Cassidy Love seventy eight says, I think he's been following her lifeline and knows who she was. Possibly. I think he has been following her. He's been keeping little tabs on her. I think it is very possible that she may be his daughter because why else would you be looking forward to this day? Yeah. And especially since he knew Annalise Keating, you know, and so she's in cahoots with Annalise. Like there's They've been in the papers, so he's going to read up on things, as he should. And I mean, technically, every parent, whether, you know, it was the right thing or the wrong thing to do, they can still want to, like, look after their child without actually looking after them, if that makes sense. Like, who's to say what was in his mind when whatever went down went down? Because, like, automatically we're going to think, if you were keeping tabs on her, then you knew she was in some terrible situation. You're a millionaire. How could you do that to her? Um, But that's why... I think there's going to be a lot of... uh, That's why I like the story about it, because I think there's going to be a lot more to the situation. Like, even when she's prosecuting him, standing there in the uh, audience, the stuff that she was saying, I was like, well, you don't know this technically. Where she's like, you... So you've never slept with a client? You've never done this? And I'm like, just because he maybe did this one time doesn't automatically make him a bad guy, which is what she's kind of just full force going with. But when you're a child with abandonment issues, you're not thinking about whether they did it one time or not. You're like, you did it to me. That's enough. You You left me. That's enough. I'm curious about how you guys felt. So I guess... You know how I feel about Michaela. I do like the storyline. How did y'all feel about when she snuck into his hotel room? <gasps> what is that like? Is it a trick that you would one day pull? Because I'm, I'm interested. I'm, I'm curious to try to try it. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I'm curious to break into somebody's hotel room. And yeah, try to just, like, my dad. just can duck. You, can you come yeah. right back? I mean, I, I'm that just... hotel needs to screen better for the employees, honestly. Right, because, but like, it was how would you know? Like, yeah. no, how would she know? How because she said, "Okay, let me close the door, and now you can try your card." You think that like right, that, that somebody's that's not going to be that bold? That's happened to me before because I was about to go Someone's in my broken room. into your hotel no, room. No, I was about oh. to go to my hotel room, <laughs> and then like the maids were about to go in, or they were going in before me. Yeah, and I was trying to go in. They said, "Let me the house close keep, the door. housekeeping." Yeah, they closed yeah, the door so I could use what my. What kind of hotel are you staying at? The white guy was like the maids' housekeeping. I I think that they just like it's a gut reaction because it's like it's a bold move. Not many people are going to be like. Like, oh wait, no, and be lying about it, so they just don't right. respect it. What but I'm saying, it was idiotic. I want to try. Like, it was oh, just same. so smooth. Just I just wonder, like, would it work? Like, could you get away with it? I mean, I thought it was hilarious, but I was like, I'm thinking my reflexes could be that fast. Like, oh duck, and it just reminded me of like a sitcom. You know, it was just in this drama filled yeah. show. It was just very silly. She's ducked in the worst place. Though. <laughs> yeah, I was like, See, I think I actually might be good at it because, like, I would have like slid part underneath the couch. I don't think the couch was that low, and she right. hides in the most obvious place, and then she's so loud when she tries to but stand that's up. And that bright blue one, yeah. He started running the water. Like, if you no, are any kind of sneaky, smart That's person, the best time. wait until he get in the shower. Why yeah. would she try to, like, run out? But then what if he was, like, just brushing his teeth, washing his hands, she's using right. the bathroom, and then it was, like, you two minutes. You could maneuver. Anyway, she get on my nerves. Either way, you're, gonna get, you're either going to get caught or you're going to get out of it. So, like, you're either going to get caught right then or you wait until he gets in the shower. Right. But... I he was so chill about the whole thing. He was Too like, chill, "Oh almost. hey, I, I, whatever he said." Yeah, well, yeah, just like I've been waiting for. Well, did he say at the bar? He said that at the bar. At the bar. Well, just saying, I know who you are. I'm like, oh, yeah. why are you so calm? Even if that was my child, what are you doing in my room? You don't know that person <laughs> exact at all. Yeah, it's been over twenty years. Like, the emotion that she felt in that moment, I can say that that scene, like when he said, "I know who you are, Michaela," and yeah. she just like 
couldn't handle it and ran out, like, chills. Mm -hmm. That deserves an Emmy right there. Like, chills, because, wow. Like, just imagine, imagine, though, looking for, like, you've had this hard life, you've been looking for your biological parents time after time after time, and then you finally are confronted with someone and you're about to try to lie your way out of it because you think that they have no idea who you are, that you exist. And for you to stand there and tell me that you know who I am, that's going to be a lot to process. Well, I was like, say something. Obviously, I get why she couldn't, but I was like, say something. I I think in that moment, it's also, it just made her seem even more vulnerable because it just made me think about how lost she is. Just even from season one when she was engaged and she was putting, you know, her self-worth into being, you know, the future wife of this prestigious guy and just all the relationships that she's had. Like, she just makes awful decisions. I think it just showed all the trauma that she's endured. Give me a refresher on what happened to her mom. We just know her biological alive. mom. Yeah, we know she's do, do not alive. We know what happened to it. It, it came. Uh, if you're in the chat, let us know it, what happened to Michaela's yeah, mom. It came up. It came up a while ago. Um, but someone was shot, shot in the shot, head. Right? Yeah, I was like, I thought she was yeah. she was murdered, but I can't remember the circumstances exactly. I don't remember what so transpired her and made her die. Yeah. but she was murdered. Right. Um, but so I then think doesn't she, that make it worse? I think her mom was also in an abusive relationship or something like that, and her, yeah. her whoever her mom was dating shot her. It, it was something that's, in that vicinity. That maybe right. that was with the guy that was in the jail mm-hmm. that the, that saw him and her actual dad. I guess that was, the guy who right. shot it was the client. Yeah. Right. So I'm thinking that's how there was that. Ooh, you mixed know. Up. So maybe he didn't even know that. Maybe he does know that Michaela was his the whole time, or he doesn't. It kind of sounds like, as we talk about it, not to like be too predictiony, of course, but it does kind of sound like maybe he doesn't fully know that she's his. Like maybe her mom could have been lying. Who knows what the situation could be? Mm-hmm. But I, I hope for her sake that he hasn't just known that she was his daughter this whole time and just like didn't do anything for her because she obviously lived. Maybe he thought she wasn't living a bad life, but like I mean, clearly. She, didn't work out well for her. Right. Actually, no, it did work out well for her because she made it work out well for herself. Absolutely. I just, I do wish that they had talked more about her swamp family, as she likes to call them. You know, mm-hmm. I know we got to see her mom a couple seasons back, but mm-hmm. I just want to learn more about her. She was shot by her husband, Dwight, Jatine Menda, in chat says. And I guess that's the one that was going to go to jail. Or that's the one that was in jail. And mm-hmm. like, how did she get, how did she get shot if he was in jail? Was it a hit? Before he got in, before he was in jail, okay. when they were still together, he shot her. Yet the father is the lawyer. You know, that's why I'm like, hmm. It's just really tricky. Yeah. But even going back to that, like, Michaela witnessed a lot in her life, and then she she deals with different type of men. And you brought up, like, season one when she was engaged. Mm -hmm. That conversation that she had with Gabe when he was like, this is why people leave you? Mm. Ouch. Yeah. Oh, they went back and forth. I was about to say, she was guilty on that as well. Mm -hmm. What did did she say to him when she was like, um... She said Asher would have done it to me. And I I wanted to elbow her. I'm like, really? Like... Asher would have done it. Because he's... It's wrapped around her finger. Exactly. I want to say he's stupid. But he has you know. to. Do you think that they are setting us up for an Asher Michaela reunion or no? I hope but not. Do you too. think that they are? I hope not. They don't even deserve each other. I don't think. Yeah. I, I don't think so. I mean, the fact that he's going so far, like that we see this side of him. I, I mean, Asher's always been, of course, like emotional, especially when it comes to the female side. Oh yeah. Um, but like, I feel like they're talking a lot about it right now. Well, this might sound prediction-y, but it's, this is also why I have to stay tuned for our predictions. But yeah. I'll just kind of throw it out there. I think Asher, of course, is bitter. He's vulnerable. As we saw, he said, why does no one want me? Mm-hmm. I'm starting to not trust him. 
Like, and because he's too nosy. He's nosy with Michaela, and he's nosy with Bonnie. He pops up out of nowhere, and I'm just starting to wonder what is his actual purpose right now. What do you think he, like, is hiding? I don't know, but he he has issues. Because remember, I mean, the the lady, forgive me, um, that he ran over, he didn't like his parents, Right. Right. And now, you know, we see more people popping up in his life. Asher is the character, you make such a good point, because he's the character that really doesn't have an actual story on the show. Like, his story on the sh- at this point, anyway. For, like, a season or two, it's just been about, you know, him and Michaela, and now there's no Asher and Michaela. So it's like, I, they're not just going to, like, do nothing with this character and, you know, okay, bye, Asher. Right. So I feel well, like... his sister just came in. So. Yeah. So there has to be something, something there. There might be something that, like, sets a spark, and he goes... Hey, I don't know, but I don't, I'm starting to trust him. I'm kind of sad that Michaela kicked uh, Gabriel out, though. Like I was, Me too. I, I was starting to like them. I like them together. I do like that he tried to convince her not to go into the hotel room. You Me want too. somebody that's going to keep you level, leveled. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, if they both were on this high and not thinking logically, I don't know that that would be healthy. Right. So I'm a little disappointed that in that moment she kicked him out but I get it like she's on a mission she wants to figure out if this is her dad or not so she's gonna do whatever she needs to do on the other end I also thought that it wasn't that that she's just allowing him to listen to those tapes mm-hmm. like they both yeah. were at two extremes within their own selves um and I guess they should have been trying to help each other but that's not what it no. I don't know it was just a little weird yeah well this is the thing when he made great points. He's he's probably just like slightly more right than she is. But she made a good point too. Like, I need you, if you're not here to support me in the way that I've wanted to do this, then bye. But he's trying to say, hey, okay, I'm here to support you, but maybe like breaking in isn't and stealing all this isn't the best thing. Right. But he, it's like the way that he said it, she's just not willing to take it because she's so stubborn. Right. And like, I totally get it. If you have your mindset to something and like, that's, it's not a small thing, like it's your dad, but it just makes me sad that she just, like the point that he said, like, you can't hear me right now because you're so amped up, basically. Right. Like, that you could tell. She couldn't. She's unwilling to listen to what anybody says about it. And he made great points. He's like, I can't talk to my dad, but you can. Like, yeah. so just go up to me. You just spoke to him. Speak. <laughs> it is creepy that he's listening to, the, like, basically, like, sexy tapes. I know they're not. <laughs> sexy tapes. But, like, that's what they are. It, like, they're, it's, they're literally tapes. talking about nothing but sex between Annalise and Eve, and then yeah. obviously they're about to get like into some prob- more stuff. He has a problem, and he needs to, like, let all of that go. Well, yeah, but I mean, so does Michaela. They both are traumatized, and you know, they both I can I think bond off of that because I just feel like that whole situation of them hearing and watching the tapes was very toxic. Like, yeah. what's the point of that? I think, especially Michaela, j- just <laughs> like Michaela, though, Gabriel is searching for answers. He's mm-hmm. trying to find some closeness to Sam, and even though it's like Annalise exposing her her lies and her truths, this is kind of the only time he gets to hear Sam's voice the way that he is. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like it's a way for him to get into Sam's brain. Like what 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 would he say in this situation? What kind of thoughts are coming next? So he's on the the deep end also. Mm-hmm. But he's still a little bit more grounded. Because even when he was telling Michaela, like, that's your dad. He's still alive. Go talk to him. Like, make a difference. I'm trying to tell you from experience. Right. I think that I think that Gabriel's going to be okay. Yeah. Like, I think he's going to make it through this, and he'll be okay. 
my gosh, we just complimented Gabriel. I think well, we first. do love him. We do, we do. You of course. Compliment him all the time. <laughs> oh, we do. <laughs> like we, we never do. do. I mean, <laughs> no kidding. Um, okay, before we move on to our next topic, I think Jamie has something for us. Yes, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure you hit that thumbs up button, like if you're trying to get away with murder. Um, also, make sure you subscribe and leave a comment. Keep the conversation going. Thank you for keeping all the comments nice and cute. Um, and let us know what the show means to you. Now, speaking of this show, you probably have other shows that you're into, different genres, reality TV, competition, whatever you can think of. We probably are reviewing it. So make sure you, again, hit that like button, subscribe. And also, if you're listening on uh, Spotify, iTunes, you know, give us five stars. They're the only ones that matter, right? So, yeah, thank you for tuning in. We love you guys. We love you, love you, love you. Oh, yeah, so much love. Lots of people in chat right now, so keep it going because we love hearing what y'all think. What yes. y'all think. Um, so... Small topic throughout the episode, but I want to touch on it, is this whole Connor Oliver threesome situation. Um, I am fully, like, not understanding <laughs> the the purpose of this. Like, I'm... They it's nothing about being gifted. They sex scenes in there, I feel like. The only sex scenes they ever have in the show are between Connor and Oliver. That's so But true. I'm like, I want them to have more. I know, like... You want it, Connor they, and Oliver to have more? N- not more sex scenes. Like, <laughs> I want them to have more to their story. Like, a little more meat to their story. That you, you have... <laughs> they did. Stop, dear God. I can't, I can't even, like, stop myself. It's when you said me. I know. I know. As soon as it came out of my mouth. We are children. Dear God, Mom. I really hope you're not watching this right now. Anyway. Actually, she would be laughing. Um, but, like, you know, you have Oliver doing favors for Frank, and then they're a part of the case and everything that's going on. But, like, I just feel like I was like, oh, this is a little meh. What did you think? I thought it was interesting. I feel like the only reason they brought in this sex scene to Oliver's point is we literally do not know what's coming next. Like yeah. he said, the FBI can barge in here at any moment or the Castillos can come in here and kill us. And I think like later in the episode with everything that's happening with Frank, that really sets you on high alert. So I'm not mad at them for wanting to like live their best life right now. Same. It just was, it was a bit much, you know? Yeah. Like even when you brought up the topic, I started giggling because <laughs> CJ took a video of us while we were watching the show. <laughs> and y'all were in so <laughs> We're not the most mature panel <laughs> <We're> in <not>. <laughs> I, I thought we were pretty mature. It just, it was a lot. It was a lot in my opinion. So it was just interesting that they threw that in there I thought it spiced it up a little bit yeah. but it also gave us like Oliver has been cuckoo this whole episode mm-hmm. like I remember when the, when the episode first started I was like what's wrong with Oliver because right. I didn't know but why he's he always was... been like that though he's always been on his toes and like weird and spazzing but not like this not like he missing work and like just laying in bed smoking weed all he's day right. he yeah. knows that something's coming but that's what I'm saying. So yeah. for him to be all cuckoo this episode and then to finally be like, oh, babe, let's have a threesome. Like, I'm I'm for it. Some, you know, it's like, simmer down. Yeah, and, something is coming. And also, I'm like, they just got married last season. And y'all already want threesomes. You oh. know what I mean? And, and part of me doesn't want Oliver to be as, like, part of the K4, K5 as he is. Because I liked when he was more low-key. Mm-hmm. Now I feel like now that he's more out there, he is, you know... You know, he could probably get hurt. And I just feel like from what we saw, you know, the last uh, episode at the end with Connor hyperventilating, we saw people in the comments saying that it could or could not be Ollie. We don't know. Mm -hmm. But it's like he's too involved now. It would show us why he's being this extreme. Like why he's so high strung this episode. Yeah. Makes sense. See, I didn't think of that at all. So thank you for helping me there. Because I I was like, why are they, this this is so pointless. Give them something to do. Right. Well, I guess I did give them something to do. But (laughs) there we are. And then they're having sex and and Asher's getting catfished by his sister. Which is very weird. I forgot he had a sister. Me too. But he did mention her, it was either last episode or the episode before when he was like, my mom, or maybe it was 
tonight? He was like, my mom's dead. My dad's dead. I don't talk to my sister or something like that. So, right. like, they, they give us those little tidbits where they kind of say something random and then, like, his sister shows up. But what... Why is his sister there? Why do you think his sister's there? Isn't that for predictions? No, I don't mean it like in a, like what are you predicting? Like what reason could his sister I possibly have, have to be no there? No idea. That that surprised me. First of all, how you knew he was gonna fall for that catfish? Like that's right. that's really what got that's me. He was just point. on Inferno, just swiping, and he was like, "Ooh, supermodel. Maybe she knows his type or whatever." It was just super interesting. So I have no idea why she's here, and I think that's probably why I'm so excited. That's why I was so excited about this episode, right? Because we have these little turns and curves that are coming that. I I can't predict. I was like, isn't right. it easier to just show up at his house? Why do you have to have a planned meeting? You should like, know where he is. Right. Just watch <laughs> watch to see if he's home. Go knock on the door. Don't like catfish. Why take the extra step? And, and the fact that she did it on, you know, this the same Inferno. Uh, app, Inferno Fire. What was it called? Fire? Flirt Inferno. Flirt Inferno. Flirt Inferno. Yeah. You know, I just, I just thought it was really strange that she did all of that. So I think it, it I mean, it shows her character, their, their family's character. They're very sneaky. Maybe it's something with the family. Both parents are dead. Maybe it's a money issue. Yeah. Because they like, used to have a lot of money and now they have none. But, like, why now? Like, like you know, like. We're about to find out. Uh, yeah. That's yeah. what I was like. I can't. I, I don't know anything. And he's about, about to this. graduate, so she's probably like, all right, what now? <laughs> it was that, just, lot, that law degree is coming in hot. <laughs> it was just so random for her to show up. Like, they yeah. didn't give us enough to, like, be like, ooh, this is why she's here. Yeah. True. Um, speaking of kind of, well, random flirt inferno, inferno <laughs> stuff, Annalise is dealing with this case tonight of. Um, gosh, how do you how do you even describe this? Basically, a sexual harassment case, but not a sexual harassment civil case. Civil rights, in a sense, discrimination. Right. Yeah. All it, it, was, equal opportunity. it was everything in one. So we have this case where um, Heidi owns Flirt Infer- Inferno, and this man, God, really cannot say that. Like, dear Just Lord, April. Flirt, Inferno. Flirt Inferno. Inferno. There you go. Anyway, and this <laughs> man um, is suing her because he says that the app discriminates against him because he's disabled and he's only ever matched with disabled people. So this is a big... Why are you making that funny? <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting. It was, said, it was an interesting story. <laughs> <laughs> it was just an interesting no, story. No, she's like. laughing at me saying Flirt Inferno. <laughs> I really can't... Okay, I gotta say the app. Anyway, so I thought it was interesting because this is something that the show has never touched on before and that I guess is a very relevant thing or could potentially be a a very relevant thing because so many dating apps are out there um, as far as like discrimination in a public place is very obvious whether it's sexual or racial or whatever but he's taking it into the online realm but you're also met with him being an incel Uh which I had never heard that term an involuntary celibate uh, so basically, you choose not to be sexual, but you also like hate the opposite sex in, in the in the meantime. Wait, inv- wait, say that again. Involuntary celibate. I'm involuntary. Involuntary celibates are members yeah. of an online subculture who define themselves as unable to find a romantic or sexual partner despite desiring one. Mm. A state described as inceldom. And sell them. So he's upset because he he does want a partner, but no one wants, wants him. him um, according to, but he is matched with people on this site. He kept saying, but just no people he wanted. So it's like he's discriminating mm-hmm. against his own, in a sense. So the Urban Dictionary actually says a self-described yeah. incel is highly likely to blame their virginity on the other six billion nine hundred ninety-nine thousand people on the planet. 
Yeah. Well, so he's clearly mad. Like, they find all of these things that he posts in this chat room, which I thought was going to be, like, the death of him for sure. Um, whenever he's talking bad about women, says, like, women want to be raped because they just like it rough or whatever. Um, so I found it interesting when Annalise was kind of, you know, against, or not against him, but against Heidi because she was like, this algorithm is terrible. Are you all surprised oh, she took that side in it? Or I no? loved it when she took the side. Like, at first, yeah. at first... I felt bad for this incel guy because I was like, oh, like, you know, maybe he's having a hard time. But over time, I, I realized that he's entitled and he's, and he's vulnerable and he's bitter. Yeah. Um, but Annalise, I loved just the conversation around this where she's talking about being a dark-skinned black woman and the things mm-hmm. that she went through. And I think it was very um, realistic. Mm-hmm. And also even with Oliver stating, you know, how Asian men go through the same thing, it's, you know, those things do exist. So I thought it was... Um, very telling that she said all these things. Yeah. That whole algorithm being sold to the government just spooked me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I know that this is a show, but the show does really good at bringing real-life things into mm-hmm. the scenario. So with Heidi trying to get $50 million off selling the algorithm and maybe him knowing that or him not knowing that, but then to find out that she's doing it to keep people of color at bay, right. like to limit jobs and limit housing... And to discriminate, I was just like, what in the world kind of, what is, what? And it makes you feel like it's true. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's stuff out there, like, you, it's like you talk, you say one word, and then, like, the next day you see an ad for it on Instagram. It's just absolutely insane. But it's, do you think Heidi knew that, like, that's what it was going to be used for? Or I guess it doesn't really matter. She just wanted her coin. I think she knew. Because at the end, when her and, when Annalise confronted her about it, and she was like, don't, didn't you get famous for getting rapists and murderers out of jail? And she said, yeah, I'm going to hell for it, like, etc. And Heidi, like, so for Heidi to try to say that in favor of Heidi's circumstance, I was like, oh, you know what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. And you really are trying to just do it for a coin. Well, what do you think about Tegan's response to it? How she was like, the only way we can do, you know, Annalise approaches her and says, this is bad. We shouldn't do this. This is going to be used for this, this, this. And she essentially is like, I need, we need power. You have to win cases like this in order to get power. You can't just basically take the knife every time and, you know, do the quote unquote right thing because then you don't have the power to fix the greater issue at hand. I actually thought she kind of made a good point, but I I mean, like, I totally get it more from Annalise's side, but I was like, I mean, she's not wrong, which is sad that that's what has to be done. She's not wrong, but that's the problem with the world. As long as that mentality continues to happen, the, what, Tegan's perspective, we're always going to feel like you have to have these cases and win these cases to be in power. Mm-hmm. Like, nothing is going to be fixed in the world if everyone is constantly thinking this way. Yeah. Right. So we need the Annalises to kind of keep us... Like, we need to take more stances like Annalise tried to do with this case mm-hmm. so that we could live in a better tomorrow. Yeah, definitely. Make me the next president. <laughs> there you go. I think that with, like, Tegan's point, and I think because her situation is so... Uh, it's on shaky ground or she feels like it's constantly on shaky ground because of the reasons she says because she's uh, a gay, a lesbian black woman who this 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 she's a unicorn right mm-hmm. so you know she it, I understood but I'm glad that things ended up working out but speaking of Asher and not having a story the thing that he does always have a story with is being down to do whatever people need him to do just like Michaela said she did have a point I guess yeah mm-hmm. because they won the case because of him. And I, so, 
are we in agreement that they hacked this guy and yeah. put the video up themselves? No, I think he did it. I thought I thought he did it too. I think he was stupid enough. Mean? I think he was stupid enough to buy Asher's plan and he did it. I thought he seemed like he didn't. Well, also, I mean, wouldn't they be to, well, I guess with Oliver on the team, but I'm like, wouldn't they be to track, like, who uploaded what? But that's you what know? they said. What, this is what made me think that they, or, like, Annalise and her team did it, essentially, or I guess probably Oliver did it, is because when she says, she's like, and you have all of her passwords, and I'm sure that we'll see her information on your computer. Like, she technically wouldn't have known. Obviously, we know I she mean, knew, but, but. They technically did hack it because they gave him the passwords. Exactly. I, I'm actually curious. In the chat room, let us know if you feel like he uploaded that sex tape of Heidi and hacked her account passwords, or if you think it was the Kaplan and Gold team who did it. Yeah. That's that's what the debate yeah. is. I think it was the Kaplan and Gold team. I think, and it was I, him. I think he did it. Yeah. I think it was Captain Gold. Okay, so okay, we're 50-50. So we're yeah. 50-50. Let us break this tie in the chat yes. room. Yes, please. Um, I think that also because... He like he knew that Asher was up to something. Whenever he hands the passwords to Carl, he's like, "Okay, like I'm gonna fall for this." Right. But and I feel like he would have known, especially when they've already approached him in the subject of like, "We see all of this, you know, crap that you've written in these chat rooms, whatever." So he's gonna take the bait and immediately post this video online of her having sex. Like he has to know that that's sexual harassment. But also, like, when he, when he was arguing um, at the table with them, I think at first he knew that he was in tr- trouble. I felt like he yeah. was trying to defend himself to make it seem like it. And then all of a sudden he was like, oh, how's that going to be? I'm sure that's a lawsuit for you. You know, mm. I think, why say that that if it wasn't you? I feel like you would deny it from the jump. True. Well, we lost for sure, CJ. <laughs> <laughs> so far, I'm in the chat room saying he uploaded it. So there we go. High five to us, <laughs> Jamie. I Yay! Hate, I hate losing. <laughs> okay, and you agree <laughs> with the chat? The chat don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Well, anyway, you know who did? Chat, you know what they were talking about tonight? Who? Okay. Bonnie. Ooh. Yeah, she mm-hmm. did. About the whole divorce thing. I, I was know. like, ooh, let her know she in a bad deal. I, I know she was just saying that for bait, like, to see if Tegan has any hand in the company or with, like, the stock. Mm-hmm. But I was proud of her. I thought she was saying it or that she admitted that she read the divorce papers because she was like, I need, I know something is about to happen, so I need to make sure she doesn't do this thing that's going to, like, ruin me getting this information. Because she had to have known, like, obviously it's going to be a terrible thing. And Tegan, I'm, I'm in between because Nate very quickly picked up on, he's like... Of course, she's going to say that. Like, mm-hmm. you're. She knows we're onto onto her. Like, but do you she's think a smart she person. actually knows that they're onto her? She's smart. Yeah. That's why I think. Like, of course, she's going to come up with a response that quick. We've seen her do that in the past when we've known that she's been lying. So you don't believe Tegan? Uh, no, well, I'm a, like half and half. Yeah, and we've been suspicious of Tegan for like what two seasons now. Yeah. So I just feel like by this time we got to see something. Like, what's going on, Tegan? She must you don't even know what Carl looks like. She must be playing me. Very believable. She's believable, but I've never brought her BS until this season. Like I've never brought her BS until this season. And when she said no, she could have all the money outside the divorce papers. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. that's blood money. I believe that. I don't not believe that part of it, but I think it's because they're they're not giving us all of this involvement and in making Nate's whole thing like okay. I think Tegan has has something to do with with the Castillos who had to do with this and this and this. They're not going to make his whole story about a lie for no reason. Whether 
this, whether she knew that this company was owned by Laurel or what, I think that part actually was true, that she didn't necessarily care, that she was like, this is gifted to me, I, I don't need this money, whatever. That could have been true, but I think her involvement otherwise is deeper than we think it is. That's why I say, like, I do believe her, but I don't. And I, I just I don't agree. think they would do that to Nate. I could agree with yeah. that. Yeah. And also, though, they are still making it sketchy because now she calls whoever she calls and say, let's do the thing. Like, we we think it's Cora about the divorce, but it could be something else. Well, That's no, true. I thought we saw her name on the phone. Probably. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, but what's the thing? Like, maybe Cora's in on it, too. Like, we just don't know. And I don't need to do another new character right now, though. Like, I don't, uh, we have such little time left. I'm like, now I have to yeah. be invested in this Cora person. Person. No, I just need <laughs> all my answers, questions answered about the people you didn't that say I want that to answer. About. Dead, though. And also, I'm uh, because what... they've been talking about that for a while. <laughs> I did kind of think that, but then they've been talking about Michaela's family for a long time. Very. I was gonna say, I wonder, like, what exactly? Call, what did they state? What caused the divorce between Tegan and Cora? Because I'm wondering, like, if anything with her involvement with the Castillos affected that for her to get a divorce, or, or... them like being separated. Yeah. Anyway. Well, now who's um, yeah, the Parker person that she's with? We've met that person before when they're when uh, when Tegan says oh she's with Parker now and then Annalise is like oh you need to send those right now oh I thought she just said she's with a new oh she's with she's with a man she's with a guy well Parker can oh, be a okay. girl no but she mm-hmm. said that Cora is with a new person and it's a man oh, and that's when man. Annalise okay. was like sign those papers right now Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Right now. Um, so do you think that Nate is kind of grasping at straws with this? Because yes. you do yeah. completely. Yeah. Why do you think that? Uh, you just put me on the spot here. Can well, t- well no, I- tell me what you think. <laughs> let me let me gather my thoughts. I don't know. I, I just I want the best from Nate, but just because of last season and how he kinda jumped the gun, I want him to be right mm-hmm. this season, but I also don't want anything to be going on with Tegan. I want her to be a good character. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like... I don't know. I feel like he's it's just tough. too fixated on finding out what happened to his dad. Yeah. And he's going to, like, mm-hmm. ruin himself. And he's going to get found out about, like, the whole him killing... Um, what's his name? Miller. And we yeah. don't know enough about Tegan. We still... I mean, with her and Crawford and, you know, him uh, with, with the drink, it's like... It's just... It's still so murky. Yeah. We I need mean, more on her. Most important thing, though, Nate is actively talking to the FBI. And I love that Bonnie called him out on it. Yeah. yeah. She was like, so how did you, how could you even possibly know that that was owned by Laurel? Yeah. It's kind of scary. Mm-hmm. A little bit. But we'll see. What other, anything we missed from the episode you want to touch on? My final thoughts is, I need to know where Annalise got that money from and where she transferred the $50,000 to. I mean, she's rich. <laughs> where she got that money from? She, she's but she a for however many years. I don't know. I, something about that was fishy, the way that they opened up with that scene, and I just, I don't know. Something something about that is fishy. But also, I just want to compliment Tegan's dress tonight, the black with the white Ooh, stripes. Yes. Fire emoji, fire emoji. <laughs> <laughs> I just said you complimenting CJ, and I was like, oh, thanks. Oh, you win. <laughs> <laughs> da, da, da. Anyway. I was going to um, I, I do like that Annalise is trying to date and, like, yeah. blossom and put yes, herself out there. Robert, such At a first, cutie. I didn't know if I trusted him, you know, but maybe. And he's lactose intolerant. He's eating ice cream. I just thought it was a cute moment. I did, too. Yeah. And she directly asked him if he was in the FBI. And I'm like, of course she's going to do that. And he technically has to say yes if he is. 
And they were so vulnerable with each other. He was like, I have bad credit. She's like, I'm an alcoholic. I'm accused of a murder. It's I'm like, starting wow. I got anger issues. It's starting right. the way that it should. Exactly. You I need guess. to get all your flaws out and then be like, and, but I'm still amazing. Right. He's cute. He, he is cute. cute. Mm. And she <laughs> seems like a smitten <laughs> little kitten with him. Like, she was like, mm-hmm. with her little ice cream. Stop right. in the elevator. <laughs> uh, okay, let's do some news and gossip. Elena's got some good stuff for us. Yes. Well, fun things are happening because believe it or not, the entire How to Get Away with Murder panel will be at the Paley Live Center on Woo! November 19th. Yes. And you can literally go to PaleyCenter.org to get more information about that. Wait, the entire They're going to be in Beverly Hills. So if you are in the California, Los Angeles area and it's possible for you to snag tickets, go to PaleyCenter.org to get more information about that. And apparently they haven't been there since season one. They haven't wow. gone oh, to wow. visit. So this is going to be a special event that's happening in lieu of the final season of How to Get Away, Get Away with Murder. So I think it's just an important time in this show's history. Um, and I, um, I honestly am going to try to go too. It's going to yeah. be amazing. on November 19th at 7pm and they're going to be honored. The entire cast will be there which will be so much fun. Yeah. Awesome. I like the Paley's like if- right across from my apartment. So, so then you can go. I wonder if, I I wonder if uh, uh, Alfred Enoch will be there, who plays Wes. I oh, know, I just I mean, that's like a big reunion. Since, since the entire show is ending, that yeah. would be awesome. But I guess we will just have to try to sneak in to see who's right? going to be there. Exactly. We'll pra- that's where we'll practice. That's where we'll practice. Yeah. We <laughs> we'll practice the hotel trick yes. that Michaela did at the Paley. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, okay, now let's do our special segment, CJ. So our special segment is Keating's Best. We basically learn who, or we basically say who the MVP of tonight's episode is, I guess, April. My MVP of tonight's episode was Michaela. Why? Because of everything with her dad and how she did go back even after she was like traumatized from him, just kind of be like, hey, I know you. How she went back and she's going to confront him and hopefully ask him the questions that we want answered. My MVP is actually going to be Connor because. Let me tell you, he was getting high in the kitchen and all into his threesomes and everything. And as soon as they called him into Kaplan and Goat, he's the one who found all of the stuff about the incel and mm-hmm. all of the quotes that were online. He saved the case. He saved them money. You're talking about Oliver? Oliver. Oh, yeah, Oliver. <laughs> Did I say Connor? Yeah. Oh, okay, just... wait. They're basically one okay, since they're right, there. Right. There, you so, there you go. There you go. Y'all know who I was talking about. Yeah, Oliver, like... the techie guy. <laughs> the tech guy. <laughs> since he was high and all into threesomes, he right. came in and saved the day. And I think that he brought a lightness to the show. So he'll get my best for today. I like that. Okay. I, I... Um, okay, so mine is Gabriel. Of course and it is. going to be mine. <laughs> She's like, oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Ew. Well, that's okay. You can have your own reason. Right. Well, guys, I really liked him this episode. It, he made me trust him more. Um, and I also just loved how he was able to keep Michaela calm, cool, and collected. You know, I like that he was able to talk her. Well, he tried. Okay. I just like what he said. I like that he tried to convince her to not, uh, you know, jump the gun with everything. And mm-hmm. him not having his father or having I just, I loved it. And I think that uh, them being vulnerable in that moment was beautiful. Yeah. I agree. I think that Gabriel's my Keating's best because he put Michaela in her place. He said what he had to say. He did. He said she came for him and then he came right back hard. And I think he's my Keating's best. I like that. He did come in a little too hard, but that's all right. I mean, yeah, <laughs> put her in her place. <laughs> I mean, she asked. Jid and Minda in the <laughs> chat room says Bonnie for calling out Nate for working with the FBI, and I could agree with that okay. as well. 
I like that. But let me know who your kidding best is in the comments below. We'd love to chat with you guys. Oh, yeah. Um, okay, predictions. A lot of stuff to predict. Your After Buzz TV predictions. Love it. <laughs> the end scene is Frank showing up on Bonnie's doorstep, beat to a pulp. We know that he was confronted by Xavier Castillo at the end of last episode, of course. Uh, do we think Frank is going to die? My prediction, and just to keep it simple, is that he's not going to be dead. Like, he's going to, he, they're going to be rehabilitate him so that he can at least speak. He mm-hmm. might end up dying, mm-hmm. but next episode he's not going to be dead. He's going right. to do enough to give them enough information to kind of go after the Castillos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree, I agree with that, too. I think, like, he's going to have to work his way from the hospital room. Mm-hmm. Like, he's going to have to try to keep his eye on everybody and, and keep them up on everything. Um, yeah, I'm a little worried, though, with Frank, and mm-hmm. I, I wonder if Laurel even knows he was beat to a pulp. Um, she probably did. She, what she's if she probably did? Yeah. She probably ordered it. Like, like beat his ass. Beat <laughs> Christopher's um, in the background. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't think Frank's going to die because, like, it would have been who killed Frank or whatever. Yeah. So, um, yeah. We'll see. So much to predict. Um, let us know in the comments what y'all predict for next week's episode and the rest of the season, of course. Um, you can find all of us everywhere at AfterBuzz TV. In the meantime, where can they find y'all? You guys can follow me on all social platforms at hey underscore it's Lay. You guys can find me on Twitter at it's Jamie Gray or on Instagram at Jamie Gray, J-I-M-I. And it's CJ. You can find me everywhere at ICJ Walker, even on TikTok, because I'm now a TikToker. Yes, he is. (laughs) Y'all can find me everywhere at April Wissenhan, and be sure to join us next week. We will see y'all then. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. (laughs) The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.